Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Tuesday the 6th of September. I'm joined today by Duncan Balcon, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Duncan. How are you today? Hi there, Peter. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, enjoying the thunder and lightning uh, that we're having in Guildford at the moment, which is oh, uh, lovely. it's great, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's very good. It makes yeah. for spectacular listening when yeah. you're sat in your office. I mean, to be honest, don't, don't you like? I mean, I I really love it when it's there's like a massive downpour, and I you know I I'm not in it. I mean, that's that's one thing. Uh, but the don't you think like the the air smells different, doesn't it? I yeah, know, I mean, it's nice, like a... it's nice different after rain. I, I actually find the, the uh, noise of rain pelting on the window quite therapeutic as well. Yes, so. yes. But yeah, I'm agreed. with you on that. I quite, I quite enjoy a storm. It was quite nice. Yeah. I, was, I was sat in York train station earlier, which has got oh, kind yeah. of a corrugated roof. And it oh, was amazingly nice. noisy, but fantastic. Yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it? That yeah. is quite nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, all right. <laughs> on to on to uh, on, on to the main stuff. But so, oh yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. There was there was a reason, wasn't it? Oh my yeah. god, what's going on? It's all going on outside here. Uh, right. Anyway. <laughs> um, right. So what did uh, what story did you find most interesting from today's uh, Watson's Daily? Yeah. So there's a story in today's Watson's Daily. It's originally from the Wall Street Journal. Um, yeah. Although to be honest, it'll appear in pretty much I imagine every business news section today uh, but this this particular version is from the wall street journal uh, and it's talking about some news that i think everyone knew was going to happen and that's mm. the volkswagen are, are going to be floating porsche which sounds a little bit or porsche mm-hmm. sorry mm-hmm. let's get my german pronunciation right uh, okay. not literally we're not putting cars onto rivers and things <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, one of the, uh, i know we did there we're talking about one of the biggest ipos uh, yeah. in years so the mm. flotation could value porsche at up to 85 billion euros Mm. Which is a massive amount, and that's um, that's according to kind of analyst estimates, as opposed to you know VW shouting about what they think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I think there's there's a few interesting things about this. Um, firstly, obviously, that sort of cash boost for VW mm. at the moment will be really good. As with everyone else, they're looking at trying to develop uh, EVs, uh, and 85 billion euros is is quite a nice fun to go and start playing around with uh, mm-hmm. and try to develop new models. Um, mm-hmm. I should point out that the the idea at the moment is, is to list in Frankfurt, but they are actually going to consult with you know <laughs> major investors before that before they make mm. that decision. Just obviously because mm. they want decent levels of investment uh, when they do float. Mm. Um, but I think the other, the other interesting thing about this is it kind of follows a bit of pattern, doesn't it? Of of manufacturers floating the kind of luxury brands independently. Mm. So we saw a similar mm. thing with Ferrari being floated by the Fiat Group, uh, and it's one of those kind of it allows investors, I think, to pick, doesn't it, between mm. between well, do I want to go with kind of the Volkswagen half part of the brand that's developing EVs and making family cars and that thing, or do I want to invest in the luxury part of the brand rather than having to mm. essentially invest in both, even though you're probably mm. only interested in one. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing inter- interesting about this is timing. Um, we were talking yesterday about kind of energy crisis and manufacturing being hit in Germany and, mm. and cost of living crisis and, and all that mm. sort of thing. I think timing wise, this is really interesting because mm. actually if you le- left it much later or they left mm. it much later, you could, you could foresee the value being significantly lower. Mm. Um, but at the moment, even with cost of living crisis, luxury cars are still doing well. Um, manufacturing hasn't taken a massive hit yet. Um, mm. The energy crisis hasn't properly hit hit germany yet so yeah i feel like timing wise this is very interesting as well so yeah mm. um that was my kind of 
my my initial thoughts on this. What, what was your mm. what was your take on this story? Yeah, I mean, I I think it is very interesting. It's well flagged. Everyone knew that they were going to do this um, because, like you say, the the success of the um, the spinning out of, of Ferrari. Actually, spinning out. So that sounds so. No, I mean, another in great terms of, I like that. In, 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 <laughs> yeah, in, in in actual in in sort of market speak, you know, basically it started off in that it was in that Fiat group, but then it got separated out. Mm. Um, so um, you know that has that has done phenomenally well. They want to do the same thing, um, and uh, yeah. So I think that that is good. We all knew that that was going to happen. Um, the fact that it's happening now, I think, is interesting. It would imply to me, and maybe I'm being cynical here, but I think that they will be very keen to do this very quickly because mm. the risk is if they leave it six months down the road, maybe the you know markets could fall quite significantly because of the energy crisis, because of the um, ongoing supply chain problems, and potentially um, you know if, if the uh, Russian uh, the the, the Russia Ukraine war continues. Yeah, so, and and they yeah. are they're trying to do it quickly, aren't they? They're, they're they're having those chats with with individual investors, with shareholders, and, yeah. and they're going to try and, and try and do that by the end of the month. They want to have that yeah. decision made uh, and get and crack on with it, don't they? Because so yeah. obviously, obviously, that is in their back of their minds. I mean, I would have thought that this this shouldn't take that long because basically, what they what what happens in these cases um, is that you, they will do a um, you know they'll get brokers or whatever, or they'll just go directly to inv- you know big investors and they'll say. Um, you know, they'll set up meetings with them and just go around and say, hey, look, this is this is what we're thinking. What do you, you know, uh, what sort of demand do you think there is? Uh, you know, would you, would you buy, would you buy if it was this valuation or this valuation? So they, you know, so um, the idea of doing that is to make sure that they are, they are reading the appetite of the market mm. correctly rather than just blindly going in and, and just doing it anyway, which, I would argue is kind of what Aston Martin kind of did. Well, I didn't do it blindly. No, you don't do it blindly, but you sort of think, well, you know, I think in Aston's case, it was like, well, we're great. Everyone loves us and, you know, and the brokers love us. So that's what, you know, so, so it must be true. Um, and, and it was an absolute nightmare, um, you know, and, and, and obviously it's, uh, it, it, it led to the, the departure of, of the CEO, uh, was it Andy Palmer at the time, mm. um, relatively, sh- you know, not that long afterwards, really. So, um, so I think that um, although they will want to get this away nice and, nice and quickly at a, at a fat valuation, but at the same time, do they want to risk, um, you know, do they want to risk their reputation um, by having this and then just watching the, the share price go down the toilet? And that's um, it. They want to do it quickly, but you've got to do it well, having it yeah. at the same time. It's yeah, balancing act there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. The timing is, um, I think, tricky. Um, but if they're going to do it, they've got to do it now. Otherwise, they may have to wait another year or two. Mm. And they probably don't want to do that because... I'm sure that 85 billion, or oh, I know they're not going to sell off all of it, but um, you know, a, a few billion here and there is going to come in quite handy um, when they are uh, developing the um, electric vehicles. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that's a whistle stop tour through uh, Porsche and Volkswagen, and um, that was okay. my favourite story uh, from today's Watson's Daily. What yep. was yours? <laughs> was there anything, so, anything else big happened in the last yeah, 24 hours? Apparently, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, new, new prime minister. Um, <laughs> so I think um, with these things, I do. I generally tend to start, try to stay away from politics. 
um, because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a specialist in politics. Um, I do know more about, um, uh, you know, markets and things like that. But when the two collide, then obviously I'm going to have to say something. Um, and I do think that there's been, I, again, purposely stayed away from the whole uh, trust versus Sunak thing because there's just loads of hot air. It's It's just, you know... It's no as far as I'm concerned, it is noise until whoever it is wins, and then they've got to. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a phrase that we used to say quite a lot uh, you've got to put your <clears throat> on the block, which rhymes with block, um, and make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> make a decision sorry. <laughs> about, yeah, sorry. Um, so you've got to do that on the put that on the block, um, and just really kind of you know. Put, set out your stall um, and, you know, come up with proper policies and actually execute. I mean, it's all very well. You're seeing on breakfast TV various, you know, leaders of different parties saying, well, we do this. And of course, conservatives are doing that and it's no good. And, blah. and you're like, well, they couldn't have really done anything because they were looking for a new leader. And yes, it is a crisis. And yes, this isn't a great time, but it's happening. And this is what's this is what's going on. Because at the end of the day, let's all let's be honest. Everyone was calling a uh, Labour. Every, everyone was calling for um, uh, Johnson to leave. They got what they wanted, and now they're complaining again. So it's like you know the, the whole the, the job of the opposition is to call the government to account, take the government to account, um, and basically whinge uh, essentially, and and hopefully come up with some sensible answers um, to knotty questions. But really, the only people that know what can actually be done um, are the ones in power because they've got mm. all the information. So, um, so I think, in my opinion, in my opinion. So, um, so anyway, so what? Basically, she has got so much stuff to deal with. Um, you know, I mean, she's got uh, obviously the energy crunch. Um, you know, record highs of inflation, which look like continuing to go higher. We've got strikes left, right and centre, or that's what it feels like. Um, uh, An NHS that is that is creaking, um, uh, you know, creaking at the seams. Um, and you've got, obviously, uh, Ukraine and potentially problems with the between the EU and Northern Ireland as well. So it's a case of, I do, I do think this is a case of not, OK, Let's deal with what. Uh, let's let's deal with it all, and we'll we'll muddle through. This is a case of what needs doing first, um, and then you know, and pri- and making sure that things are prioritised. Mm. Now, um, I'm sure that everyone would agree. I- I'll be surprised if you- people don't, but um, I'm sure most people agree. The main thing that needs to get done is energy. Yeah. That needs to be sorted. The reason why I would say that is the most important thing is because that is i would argue is what affects the most things um economically so it it will affect uh, inflation because it obviously it has a um an impact on on the price of goods um it it will affect household finances because i mean you know i was talking about this yesterday <coughs> um with various people and you know i mean the 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 energy bill hikes are horrendous i mean it's, it's I awful my, isn't it it's just yeah. it's I mean, my, my wife was saying about how um, I think if someone someone was saying out there, it might it might have been that um, Martin, what's his name? You know, the the, the money money. No, no, not Martin Kemp. Martin no. Lewis. Martin Lewis. Yeah, that that guy. That guy. Um, he, um, I think it might have been him that said something like, "If you you know, if things were going as they are now, you would have to save something like four hundred. Save 
an extra four hundred pounds per month, four to five hundred pounds per month, in order to keep up. And you're like, that is a huge amount of money, you know, to just sort of pluck out of nowhere. Hmm. So, um, so anyway, so it needs it needs to be done quickly. It needs to be done for individuals. It needs to be done for businesses who are getting absolutely clobbered. Um, And so, um, and then you know, I think that's that's the first thing. It's also the thing I would suggest that if she gets it right, um, that is will be a huge, huge victory. Mm. Now, I think it is a very difficult thing to do. I think the odds are stacked against her. But, you know, um, I think that in some ways, a new start, a new, um, a new leader is possibly a good thing at this moment because there is... I mean, you could argue that there's a bit less baggage. I mean, mm. I would have thought that, um, you know, that everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, but you said this six months ago or a year ago or whatever. And she could say, yes, but she can always come out now with the with the excuse that, oh, yes, well, of course, things have moved on since then. I've changed my views and I stick with, you know, I think that this is right. Um, and, of course, she has form of... of changing her views and sticking with them <laughs> i mean for, you know i mean she was she was leader of the wasn't it the oxford uh university liberal democratic uh, stu- uh society she, uh, was. She, she was she was also quite a passionate remainder i think prior yeah, to brexit exactly <laughs> so. so so you know i mean she does have form in changing her mind so yeah. um so anyway so i think that um you know right now she needs to look at the situation come up with a plan and execute the plan that's easier said than done. No one is going to uh, be able to do an amazing job, um, uh, you know, with, with something like this. Mm. But hopefully if she does an even a 80% good job, um, I think that would be good. That would win her more um, uh, credibility with the electorate within her party as well. Um, and yeah, and I, and I, and, you know, that would be good. So I'm hoping that this is the chance for a, a good reset um, and that we will move forward in a positive manner because mm. there is arguably less baggage. Um, yeah. And, you know, stuff that has been done before, you can say, well, that's what the old lot did. You know, we wanted a different leadership. We are going to do it like this. So there's, you know, inherently, it's. I think that, you know, things are able to change um, more, I would have thought. Uh, yeah, I would agree. And I think you touched on something there. You touched on kind of opposition. And I've I've seen a lot of kind of negative press, I think, towards the opposition parties over the last couple of months um, in terms of not doing enough. But actually, I think whilst the government had been in a transition period between leaders, it was kind of difficult to put up an effective opposition. Yeah. You don't know who you're opposing at that point. You know, like you say, you know, mm. you know Boris was leaving. You didn't know who was taking his place. You mm. can't really take pot shots of someone. Whereas now, I would say the opposition parties have a, a, a person to focus on and, and, mm. a, and a way back in to start kind of giving that decent opposition that mm. kind of we need to have a, a multi-party yeah. kind of system. Uh, mm. And I think it's going to be really important, particularly over the first weeks and months, for her to get some, well, I guess, quick wins and mm. things that I would say get the government, get the Conservatives back on side with the public. Mm. So mm. I, I would be in a similar position to you being, kind of quietly optimistic mm. and slightly hopeful that actually mm. the things that need doing like you said energy crisis that needs sorting cost of living crisis needs sorting mm. and actually if she can make some headway and get some quick wins on those and 
in a nice way make a lot of the public happier in the process mm. then I think that's obviously for them a really good thing it's like you say it's a fresh start and mm. um, realistically she's got what two and a half three years till the next general mm. election something like mm. that so mm. actually she can do make some kind of quick wins in that process or she could do nothing and be in a lot of trouble very quickly and there'll be another leadership contest yeah um so i think it's yeah really important to concentrate on those things that something can be done about particularly she promised to do something within a week about the energy situation so yeah quietly optimistic yeah let's 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 hope i mean obviously we'll we'll see the cabinet and the um the policies and all that kind of thing Mm. um pretty pretty quickly i would have thought uh and we'll just have to go from there but uh but anyway, here we go. A new, a new dawn, a new day. A new and this dawn. is what this is what you know. Maybe this is you know symbolic that it's um, thunder and lightning in Guildford. You know, <laughs> out out with the old, in with the new. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, uh, let, let, let's let's try and be positive because let's face it, there's a hell of a lot of negative news out there at the moment. So there is. I'm I'm hoping I'm trying to be uh, you know look at the positive side of things. <laughs> Anyway, uh, right. Well, look, I, I think I suppose that we might as well wrap it up there. But um, Sounds good. Um, thank you very much indeed for your thoughts, as always, Duncan. Uh, and of course, we will be back tomorrow. Oh, uh, a quick apology. Um, um, Watson's Daily was out. Uh, I've had a nightmare of a day today. Um, because I, I, and one of the things um, that, that went wrong today was the fact that my internet went down and just as I was about to hit um, post for Watson's Daily and so it went out a lot later today uh, than it should otherwise have done. But anyway, hopefully um, it should be all right. I think I've had this since I've written Watson's Daily from 2018. I think this is the third time this has happened, I think. So it's not too bad, but anyway. That's not too bad. Could be worse. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Anyway, all right, mate. Well, look, uh, have a great day. You too. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks a okay, lot. Thanks. Bye.